Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast to inspire you to take your career to the next level. In this podcast, I chat with amazing professionals who are leaders in their field and find out what's made them a success. Many of them have successfully made changes in their careers. They may have changed industry, changed job function, made big city or country moves, or taken the huge leap into entrepreneurship. I also share practical and actionable career tips for those who want to explore what to do next in their career and aren't sure about what steps to take to get moving. Subscribe to this podcast for regular updates or visit me at janejacksoncoach.com. This is Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com and you're listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Well, hello and welcome back to my careers podcast, where I interview inspiring professionals who have made fascinating career changes. Today, I have with me a wonderful lady, Felicity O'Donoghue. Now, Felicity is the owner operator of Social Kitty, a social media management and online offline marketing business based in Sydney's western suburbs. As a single mum supporting two small children, Felicity is a tenacious lady who has taken her life into her own hands and learned everything everything required to run a small creative business from home and how to make a success out of it. Felicity absorbed everything she could from building and growing a tribe to running a Facebook business page, writing press releases, contacting the press to gain PR, sourcing and analyzing the most effective marketing methods with minimal impact on the bank account, how to set up a home-based retail business and grow the business through the local markets. Most importantly, Felicity knows how to juggle business and family effectively. Felicity has realized that her passion and purpose is to pass on her learnings onto other small to medium-sized business owners who don't have the time to learn or do all of these things for themselves. You can find Felicity at socialkitty.com.au. And now I'm delighted to have Felicity on the show today. Welcome, Felicity. Hi, Jane. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to chat to you too, because we met about four or five years ago at the markets. We did. uh, You know, running other businesses that we'll talk about. And um, what I want to do today is to find out how you became Social Kitty right from the early days. So how about to kick us off, we'll talk a little bit about um, you as a little girl, your early days and what your career dream was when you were a teenager. Okay. Every school holidays, because I, I grew up um, on, a, on the mid-north coast of New South Wales on a small farm. So my parents, and I'm being the youngest, my parents would ship me off to my older siblings for the school holidays in the city because there was nothing for me to do at home. So I would catch the bus from um, home to, into, down to Sydney and I could just imagine myself running a restaurant because like, I was always a night owl. So I would be up at night wanting to be social just fluttering around talking to all my guests in my restaurant and 
Well, that was it. I never really thought anything else about, you know, opening the restaurant or the cooking or who was going to do all the, all the hard stuff. I just wanted to flutter around and be a little social butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I sort of, it stopped from there for a while. And then I, I went to um, being a Jillaroo out in the middle of nowhere on sheep stations, helping the shearers and moving the sheep and all sorts of different things, farm activities, to coming back into the city. And every time I had a job and I was employed, I just, I could always look at things and think how we, how we could do it better or streamline it or, or what would happen if we did this instead of that? So I was never really a good employee. <laughs> you know what? Most entrepreneurs are not good employees at all and because they're so yeah. creative and they're always thinking out of the box and doing something different. So what happened? You were in the corporate life and it wasn't quite for you. No, not really, no. And then, um, well, I decided to become a police officer. So I went down to um, the New South Wales Police Academy at Goulburn and I think I was about eight weeks out of graduation and I decided that I wanted to come home. <laughs> it was just all a little bit too much, too overwhelming for me. So I was going, no, 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 come home. So I ended up finding a job and got married and had babies. And then my husband and I decided that we were going to separate and we had two small children together. So, I mean, we're still really good friends, so that's good. Um, and we have a very unusual relationship where we still go out and we still do things together as a family unit of four. In that time, because I had young children and I was working around my ex-husband's rotating roster as a shift worker, it wasn't, I, I didn't want to just dump the kids into childcare um, when I had them to be able to go to work. So I needed to find something that I could do around the children and still be home for them and still make money. So the only option for me was to start my own business and, and like an online business so that I could work from home and I could work around the kids, whether they were at preschool or with their dad or at home, I could still work and I could still make money for us. So that's when I started um, the Karma Soap Company. Uh, so I used to make handmade goat's milk soaps and moisturisers. We had a, I had a big range of, you know, I had plain soaps. I had essential oils and then fragrance oil soaps. And then we went into the novelty soaps as well. Um, so I used to sell those on Facebook, um, on my own website, and then go to markets as well. And that's where I met you. Yes, that's right. I, I remember we were both... Both um, we had a stall next to each other at North Sydney, and I was selling my freshwater cultured pearls, which I still do. I have as a sideline, and then you had your soaps, and I was looking through your soaps, and everything smelt so amazing. And then <laughs> your your novelty soaps were so funny because there was one that's a bit naughty called, called uh, the Willy Washer, uh, which had that giant hole in it. And of course, I bought about twenty of them <laughs> to, to give to give to my you know future son-in-law and my husband and my daughter. I remember saying, Mum, this yes. is not appropriate, but they were just so good, really good design. <laughs> Plus, they smelled wonderful. And they were all that natural goat's milk uh, yes. as well. And so, yes. so how did you get into the idea of having a soap business? Um, and my, my family hate when I tell this story because it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it started with Christmas, um, a f like uh, probably about seven years ago. We used to, my my in-law family, we used to, we had a rule where we would buy presents for the kids and then we would make presents for the adults because it was just getting too expensive to be buying presents for everybody. So one year, 
I, th- I had always wanted and I was always curious about making soaps. So I got into it and I did all my research and I started making so I made some different fragranced and coloured soaps and I made some body scrub and I made some mosquito repellent because we're a family full of allergies. So I made that and then I made some um, washing detergent as well for the family. So all of the all of the adults got a, a little care package which had all those sorts of things in it and everyone's saying this is beautiful like you know people would buy this stuff at the markets and pay really good money for it so that sort of got me thinking so I came home and did a lot more research and um the Karma Soap Company was born I started yeah started making my first lot of um cold processed soaps and it just sort of it just went on from there it just snowballed and I started putting photos up on my personal profile on Facebook just to show all my friends what I was up to. And they're like, oh, wow, this is really great. You know, yeah, yeah, I want to order some. How do I order some? I'm like, oh, um, maybe I should just set up like a, a business page just to sort of show people. And my first four logs of soap, I had sold all of them before they were even ready to use. So I had a waiting list, which was great. And I... I Every morning I'd get up and I'd check my Facebook and I, I had I still have the book where I used to write everybody's names and their orders down and it was just it was just amazing for me and I, uh, yeah I can't I can't bear to throw it away <laughs> <laughs> so I've kept the book and I always have a bit of a look at it just go oh wow that's sort of where it all started from and yeah it is so yeah well I think that's so inspiring for anyone who is uh, you know a young mum and you think okay well I really want to be working or doing something or bringing some money in what can I do and a lot of people are really stuck uh, when it comes to ideas as to what they can do and here you turned this natural talent for making soap into something that was amazing and I have to admit that so many stories that I hear it's always um, they say I started doing it for my family and friends because I love it but it ended up being so popular that I turned it into a business now yeah. now you were talking talking about um, advertising on Facebook or, or promoting your business on Facebook, is that how you first started getting into the social media marketing side of things? Yes, yes, yeah. it was. Okay, so that, that just sort of started, uh, that was right at the beginning of the social media marketing, but you were doing that in order to promote your own soap business. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's where I learned most of the things that I've, I've, I now pass on and I do for other businesses because a lot of people... They're so involved within their business, they don't have time to step out of their business and work on it themselves, which is very, very important to, to do. Um, so they don't have the time to do that. So that's where I come in and, and I take what I've learned and I've educated myself with um, and I do that for other businesses now. So mm-hmm. um, most people are, are very appreciative that, you know that we have cross paths and and that I can do that for them and and help boost their business and and build their brand awareness yeah well I want to find out more about social kitty that business itself but tell me a little bit more now about the karma soap company that was growing and doing really well because I think you had the business for over three years didn't you I did I I started it and had it for over three years Mm -hmm. and then it was getting. It was. I was selling a lot of soap, but I had this this great little production area where I mean, still a very very much uh, a small business because I used to make all my soap on my kitchen bench, um, <laughs> and then I would I would progress to the kitchen table where I'd cut it all up by hand and then set it up to dry and and cure for a few weeks. and And it was a very much a family affair. Um, my brother in law helped me design my first logo. 
my ex-husband, he would watch the kids for me when he could, when I went to the markets. My in-laws would also watch the kids for me and they would you know, help bounce ideas around as well. Um, my parents were, and my mum was great for, for bouncing ideas and business ideas and tips as well. My dad, who's a retired carpenter, he made all of my moulds for me, including the Willy Washer moulds. That was <laughs> Can you imagine talking to your dad about building a willy washer soap <laughs> and how can I make a mould for this? And so that was very, very interesting conversations we had. So um. <laughs> I can imagine it must have been. What a wonderful family you have. Yes. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like you, you pulled in family and friends. You had like this great board of advisors to assist you in all the different areas for your business as well, which is so important when someone is starting up a business. It is important and it's really important that the whole family did get behind me and they weren't just sort of just banging on me going, you know, why don't you go and get a real job? Go go and put the kids into preschool or childcare and, and go back to work and be an employee. There was none of that. Everybody was really supportive. So I was very, very grateful. Mm. And so how did you go from the, the transition from running the Karma Soap Company, which was wonderful because I love your soaps, love your soaps, mm-hmm. so good, um, to setting up um, Social Kitty? So the transition from owning it to selling it I, I just got to the point where I'm like I've learnt so much and I, I started talking to other businesses then I and I realized that they didn't have the time to do things like this and they weren't really looking at different marketing ideas just the normal advertising the yellow pages and the white pages and, and the local newspapers and that's sort of pretty much where everybody stopped um, or they'd go, oh, I've did a letterbox drop and I got nothing out of it. It's like, yeah, okay. So I sort of would start bouncing a few ideas off them and just sort of brainstorming with them and go, oh, yeah, that's great. You know, oh, we could do this, you could do this. Um, and a lot of businesses I've found, they either didn't have a Facebook page or any, any social media presence at all or they had one set up and nobody was posting on it or they were posting like once every two or three months. So then I sort of got thinking that's where my passion really lies, like helping small businesses and advising them and and being able to help them do it. So I got to the point where I didn't want to feel not putting my all in the Karma Soap Company. So I decided after a lot of umming and ahhing and and counsel with my advisory board um, to put it on the market and sell it. So I sent out an email to my newsletter subscribers saying that you know, the time had come. I decided that I was going to to move on to something different and if anybody would like to take on my business just to send me an email. And I think within an hour I had three emails, inquiries back coming saying, you know, we'd, we'd love some more information. And they were all from regular clients as well. So they really, really loved the business so much because we had become such a close family. I felt really special but I felt a little bit sad as well because it was something that I had created and started from nothing, just from an idea. So I sort of felt a bit sad like passing it on to somebody else and and now you've set up your own business social kitty and tell me what what are the services that you offer via social kitty basically social media management and um, the marketing that goes with it so we run facebook ads for you if you want to we we can um, build an online presence 
um, create websites, we can write blogs, um, send out newsletters for people, and just running. Um, I'm running an event this weekend for a client that I've that I've set up for them, um, and just just things like that. And we do relationship marketing and look at um, how to capture people's email addresses. So all the opt-ins that everybody talks about doing, which is, we all know is very important as a business, being able to communicate with clients without them feeling pressured and hammered with a sales pitch all of the time. So it's all about having a little bit of fun and creating a relationship with, with um, clients and with, with our followers so that they feel that, we are experts in our field and they feel when and when they feel comfortable and in that position where they're ready to buy then my clients or I am the the person or people that they actually come to mm-hmm. um who are your typical customers S- very small businesses um where they've got to do everything themselves um like f- small family businesses cafes restaurants hotels where people just they they're trying to do so much and like i said before they're working so much in their business like customers like serving customers getting their food or their stock ready or or cleaning their 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 shelves or or their actual shop front itself they don't have time to actually step outside of working in the business and work on it to actually grow it. So that's where I come in. I sit down with them. I work out their goals, who they'd like to speak to, who their ideal client is, and you know, do they have anything they want to offer them, and then work from there to, so I can get the feeling for that company and to be able to speak within that company's voice. So basically what you do is you take over a company's social media strategy for them so that they don't need to worry about it at all. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that makes life so much easier. Can you tell me um, one of your major success stories of one of your clients? Yes. um, At the moment I'm creating, well, I've been planning an event for a client. So she... um, They've been in business for 10 years and they've decided that they wanted to have a big party because 10 years in business, it's huge these days. Most people um, don't last or don't get through the first three years because that's the toughest. Um, so they've been in, ten, in business 10 years and they wanted to throw a party. So I'm like, yep, no worries. So like, oh, can you help us with it? Yeah, sure. You just let me know what you want and then we'll, we'll create a an event on Facebook and, and we'll promote it that way. So within a week, like I've just created this massive event um, that's that's happening this weekend and already the the hype that we're getting on social media is just amazing and people are so excited about it and wanting to come and wanting to help out um, even like for the whole day. So it's really, really good getting a lot of traction on Facebook at the moment. So oh, that's wonderful. So yes. not only do you provide the social media strategy and also run the social media interaction for your clients, but you can also organize events for them too. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Now, for someone going into entrepreneurship, what would be your top three tips for success? Have a clear plan of what you want to achieve and make it make your goal as Big and as as bright as it possibly can. Don't just go. Oh, I want to just just want to survive. Make it huge so that you keep pushing and doing your best. Um, and then I would 
I would surround yourself with, with like-minded people because if you keep talking to your family about your dreams or what you're up to at the moment and they don't understand it, they're not going to help you and they're not going to support you in your goals and your dreams. They're just going to go, why are you wasting your time? Why don't you just go back to work, you know, become a normal employee and do, do, do what everybody else does. So that is very, very important. And never give up. You're going to have crappy days. We all have crappy days. You're going to have those days where you don't want to open up your computer. You're not going to want to you know, look at your emails or anything like that. But also it's important to take some time for yourself, you know, self-preservation. So basically create a, a great, big, audacious goal, surround yourself with a supportive tribe, stay away from the naysayers, never give up when things get tough, keep pushing through. And the most important thing for an entrepreneur is to take some time out to relax. Yes, that's yeah, right. I, I know whenever whenever you're running your own business, sometimes it's so easy to burn the midnight oil every single night, and you do tend to never switch off if you're if you're not careful. That's right. Yeah, and so with Social Kitty now, do you have any um, special offers that you can provide to our listeners? I do at the moment. I have um, something that people, if they wanted to, they can go on and actually become part of my community and join my mailing list. And I have a downloadable um, social media image size guide which covers your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, Pinterest and Google Plus images sizes. So it's all there. It's all on one sheet so you, you can print off PDF, you can save it to your computers and it's, it tells you your cover photos, your image sizes, your link images, all those sorts of photo sizes so that when you... You can't just create one image and share it across all of the board because it's not going to fit. It's going to get chopped off or lopped off and look really funny. So I've created that because a lot of people that I spoke to were struggling with with size images and they would never know what size to create. Yeah, that's a very, very generous download. So we would get that from socialkitty.com.au. That's right. Oh, that's lovely. Thanks so much, so much, Felicity. It's been really good talking to you. Interesting to hear your, your fascinating career journey because <laughs> it sounds like you were really looking looking for your reason for being, your true passion and direction, and it sounds like you've found it now. So well done. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm so pleased that I, I have finally found it because for a long time I just sort of wandered around going, what is my purpose? I'm not here just to be you know, a mum. I'm not here just to be an employee. You know, I have a higher purpose and I think we all do as well. It's just a matter of being able to find it. Yeah. And I, and I think sometimes when we become mothers, you get so absorbed in, in the children, which of course is very, very important, but you still need to have an outlet for yourself. And if you can turn it into a business as a young mum entrepreneur, then that's a major bonus, isn't it? It certainly is, yes. Well, it's been lovely talking to you, Felicity. Thank you so much for your time and your generosity. And people can find Felicity at socialkitty.com.au. Thanks, Felicity. Thanks for having me, Jane. I really appreciate it. Okay, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com.
If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.